Do you feel stuck in your life, career, or business? And are you ready to take things to the next level? If we haven't had a chance to meet, my name is David Trotter, and I'm a transformation coach passionate about helping people just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals. My superpower is helping people experience tremendous breakthroughs in a short period of time. If you give me 12 weeks, I'll help you launch that new project, go after that better job, or overcome that challenge in your business. To find out how I can help you, head on over to insporising.com slash coach. That's insporising.com slash coach. I think that it's important for us not to lose sight of the light and to still give ourselves permission to have moments of joy and laughter and play and happiness, even if things aren't perfect, mm-hmm. even if you don't feel good all the time. Welcome to Inspiration Rising. My name is David Trotter, and I'm a business growth consultant. I'm passionate about helping business owners just like you rise above your biggest barriers to reach your greatest goals, all without the paralyzing overwhelm, feeling all alone, or wondering what the heck to do next. I'm a former pastor and a serial entrepreneur who's passionate about personal growth, because that's what's helped me cultivate peace in my life and empowered me to love my amazing wife, Laura, of 26 years and our two almost grown kids. So if you're all about business, personal growth, and peace in your life, you're in the right place. I'm super glad that you're here. Hello, friends, and welcome back to Inspiration Rising. I'm super excited to have you with me today. I want to read you something to get us started. It says, I am becoming a magnet of joy. Today's the day. I'm consciously using my breath to make space in my body, mind, and heart to gracefully attract new levels of joy. I'm ready to welcome more joy into my experience. Now, this is an affirmation from a brand new book by Kelsey Aida entitled Affirmations for Happiness, 200 Positive Affirmations for a Joyful Mindset Every Day. Now, my guess is we all want more joy and happiness in our lives. Can I get an amen? Yes. Yes. Okay. We all are on the same page. So I sat down with Kelsey to discuss how much of these feelings are actually a daily choice. And we talked all about the power of affirmations and how they can change your mood in a matter of minutes. I also read a couple of the affirmations to her, and Kelsey went even deeper into their meaning. So I know you're going to love Kelsey as much as I do. So be sure to share this episode with a friend who needs some more joy and happiness in their life. All right, let's jump into my conversation with Kelsey Aida. Well, Kelsey, thanks so much for taking some time to join me today. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm very excited to speak to you again because I know it was really fun when I had you on my podcast. So here we are. Yes. All right. So I want to know, first and foremost, why did you write this book? It's called Affirmations for Happiness, 200 Positive Affirmations for a Joyful Mindset Every Day. Why did you write this book? You could have written, you've written other books. You could have written Mm -hmm. on lots of different things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's funny because my first book, and this is my second book that's being published, my first one is also about affirmations, but it's more of like 
an affirmation guidebook on how to use them in a really authentic way because oftentimes they can come up as corny or fraudulent or they're just not working for people because they're trying to say things that aren't empowering to them in that moment. A lot of times it's actually something that feels disempowering. So like, for example, if you're trying to manifest wealth and use an affirmation like, I'm a billionaire, like you're going to feel stupid because you don't have a billion dollars. Like that's only going to create discord and fragmentation inside of you. But a more helpful affirmation might be something along the lines of I'm looking forward to accumulating more wealth. I'm learning more and more about money magnetism every day, things that move you closer to where you want to go, but don't isolate you like where you are right now, if that Mm -hmm. makes sense. So that's like my big mission around affirmations is how can we use them in a way that's really authentic and gentle and kind so that they actually work because they are a very helpful and powerful tool when they're not making you feel worse about yourself. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'd never even thought about that, that an affirmation could feel judgmental, have a judgmental tone to it. Yeah, I could feel like you're lying or like, oh, I'm just never going to get there. I sound so stupid. I'm doing this Mm -hmm. mirror work saying that I love myself. I don't even freaking love myself or whatever it is. You know, it can definitely backfire easily. And I think affirmations are getting a bad rap sometimes because people try them and they don't have this other perspective. And then they're like, well, that didn't help me. Now I just feel worse than I felt before. Mm. Um, So I would say that I'm kind of the affirmation queen in that sense where I'm trying to set the record straight and affirmations and just self-talk in general has been something that's really been helpful in my journey. And so hence all the books about affirmations. And this one is also about affirmations. But actually, the book found me because I had this book already in mind. And they asked me if I would write it because I am like the affirmation person. And they were like, hey, we really love your perspective. We love your work. Like, will you write a book that has affirmations for cultivating more happiness? And I was like, "Uh, yeah. And then it turned out perfect timing because 2020 has been so heavy, so stressful, so much uncertainty. Definitely wouldn't describe it as a happy year by any means, but I think that it's important for us not to lose sight of the light and to still give ourselves permission to have moments of joy and laughter and play and happiness, even if things aren't perfect, Mm -hmm. even if you don't feel good all the time, even if you have a bad day, week, year, like you can't just completely lose sight of joy and be always doing shadow work or always healing work or always crying it out to process. Like there has to be some sort of give and take. And I've found in my healing journey in order for it to be really integrative and holistic, like you have to do the shadow work and address distressed emotional states that are happening inside of you to come back to a natural place of more contentment, relaxation, safety. Um, But you also have to, if you want to feel really good, um, work on positive focus, you know, cultivating gratitude, noticing how abundant you already are, all Mm. these things. So I think now that shadow work is such a big, like, word in the self-help community and it's becoming so trendy to like heal your trauma and like that's not bad I do all of these things but I think everyone's pooping on positive stuff now because 
it's like we went from one extreme to the other, right? Like you can't be so positive that you're pretending that you feel good when you don't, because that's not helpful. Yeah. And then you can't be so much in the heavy stuff that you're like, Oh, happiness isn't cool. anymore. you're doing this work. So you can like that's always in the goal. <laughs> sure. 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 I think that's a new shirt for you. Don't poop on the happiness. That's a good shirt there. <laughs> <laughs> don't poop on happiness. I mean, yeah, yeah. I get that you're not going to feel happy all the time, but just because that is the case. It doesn't mean you have to be like bitter about it. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. Okay. You know what? Some of my, some of my listeners maybe would not be familiar with this whole idea of affirmations. So what's the, what's yeah. the, what's the idea here behind affirmations and how do you personally use them on a daily basis? Like, tell me all about this. Yeah. All about it. So affirmation 101, essentially affirmations are statements or thoughts or beliefs, or um, sometimes you could call them mantras. Sometimes I call them beneficial perspectives. Um, Affirmations are basically just sentences or phrases that in a personal development sense, you will hopefully use them to help you to feel better, to find relief, to feel empowered. So for example, Affirmations can go two ways. When we say positive affirmations, we mean when you're focusing positively on yourself or your life or something like that. So a positive affirmation could be like, I'm willing to open myself up to more happiness. Like that feels gentle. That feels good. Like I feel like my heart opens when I say that. So therefore, for me, it's effective in this moment. But like we're always saying negative affirmations without even realizing like I suck at math. I'm so fat. Nobody likes me blah, blah, blah. And it's really important, the words and the ideas that you're feeding yourself, because the repetition is creating neural pathways in the brain that are either helping you or hurting you. So my whole thing is, why don't you use your self-talk to help you to feel better or to find relief or to feel empowered as opposed to using it to destroy yourself? Okay. I'm hearing you say that it provides relief, like emotional relief in a time of if I'm feeling overwhelmed or anxious or stressed (laughs) or angry or something like that. Do you believe that these affirmations actually are somehow changing my life? Like that's a different perspective than I'm just having a little bit of relief. I'm feeling a little bit better in this moment. Like, does it somehow propel me in a certain direction or is it just more relief? I think both. So I think that affirmations can be used in a more broad sense where they're like goal oriented. And the more you work with those affirmations and repeat them and say them and believe them, you are going to start acting in according with that affirmation if it's a good one that feels empowering to you. Um, And like your subconscious mind is the identity police. So If you're telling yourself enough times that you are someone who gets up every time you get knocked down or something empowering like that, then if you believe that that's who you are, you're going to act in accordance with your identity, right? So you can use them to program your identity. You can use them for visualizing. um, You can use them for encouraging certain moods. um, And then as far as the relief goes, I think it's like an emotional scale, right? So if you're feeling a negative, quote unquote, negative emotion, or what I would just call something that's 
uncomfortable or undesirable, then you're looking for relief. You're not really trying to feel super happy. You're not really trying to be like the best version of yourself. You're just like, I could use some relief because I feel heavy. I feel stuck. I don't like it. So that's that side of the scale. And then once you do start feeling better, that's when you can go into affirmations that really propel you forward even more that help you to feel really good and really empowered. So it just depends where you are on the emotional scale, um, but they help in those smaller daily ways. And then also in accumulative ways where you start to become who you believe that you are. Mm-hmm. Would you connect affirmations to the law of attraction in some way that whatever you're affirming is creating a vibration that then is matched by the universe or source providing something with the same vibration? Yes, I would say that, except I'm going to spin it a little bit. So I wouldn't say that it's necessarily the affirmation that is helping you to manifest what you want. It's how you feel by using that affirmation and saying that affirmation, Mm. because the affirmation is a tool to put you in a certain vibrational state so that you become a match to that, which you're asking for. Mm -hmm. I've been in the process of reading ask and it is given by um, Esther Hicks. Mm -hmm. Um, And so this is uh, although I've been aware of the law of attraction, I've watched the secret movie, like back in the day, I've read that book, the secret Um, this book is opening my eyes in a lot bigger ways to the power of, you know, vibrations and uh, the law of attraction and all of this stuff. Um, I still am not, I wouldn't say that I'm completely clear on how I vibrate. How am I vibrating? (laughs) Like, I don't know. How am I vibrating? What is, what's, what's up with the vibrations? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's see if we can break it down. So it's like less, and less weird. So scientifically speaking, everything, when people, when like quantum physicists try and break down, like, what is this desk? Then they look at it and they look at it and they look at it. And then you look close enough and it's nothing. It's just energy. Everything is made of moving energy. Some things moving faster, some things moving slower. When energy is moving faster, we usually call that like a high vibrational state. Um, And when energy is moving slower, we call that like a low vibrational state. And these vibrational states, as you'll learn, the more you study Abraham Hicks work, the way that they describe it, and I'll kind of reiterate here in a more simple version is like, when you're feeling bad or low or stuck or depressed or sad, anything fear-based or stress, that's usually a lower vibrational state. Mm -hmm. And then when you're feeling happy, joyful, love, free, abundance, expansion, those are all higher vibrational states. Mm -hmm. And usually the reason why we want to manifest things in the first place is because we believe that when we have them, they will help us to obtain that higher vibrational state. We want to feel better. We want to feel awesome. We want to feel Mm -hmm. amazing. Um, So knowing about your vibration and feeling when it's going up or going down is just helpful to tune in. And it's easy when you're in the beginning of this work to get stuck in like a judgmental thing of like, oh, I'm so low vibe today. I'm just going to attract bad things or, oh, I have to be high vibe all the time. So I attract good things. And that is not what I'm trying to encourage people to do here. I actually try to help them to release judgment once they get to that phase. But basically, they're just labels to identify like where you are in that moment. 
Sure, sure, sure. Um, back to happiness, because this is the focus of the book in terms of creating these affirmations. And happiness is a bit of a, you know, kind of frou-frou word. Like, it's just yeah. like, let's be all, ha- let's all be happy. Um, right. But it is a feeling. Like, there is yeah. a feeling of, oh, I feel happy right now. I feel like I'm in a positive state. I think it's a mm-hmm. general general term to express positivity. Yeah, I think uh, happiness to- is like a mood, you know, like when you are focused positively a lot or you're lighthearted or you're naturally really joyful, you know, that can be translated or perceived as happiness. Yeah. So my question to you is, is happiness a choice that I can make or is it something that I kind of free float in and out of based on my circumstances? Yeah, this is a great, 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 awesome question. I would say both. So on the broader scale of your life, like you can decide, I want to feel happy more often. I want to feel that I'm living a happy life. I want to experience more joy. That is a choice you can make. I know this because I used to have depression for three years and I was like, F this, like I'm either going to learn how to be happy or I'm going to kill myself. Like those are the options at this point. So that was when I started my spiritual journey. Well, consciously my spiritual how can I feel better how can I manifest my desires and feel empowered and all this stuff um so I would say on the grander scale it's definitely a choice to choose Mm -hmm. to be a happy person and have a happy life but on the other hand you should never expect yourself to be happy all the time because one that's ridiculous and two it's impossible and three that's like cruel to expect that of yourself because we're humans we have ups and downs we have sadness and happiness we mm-hmm. have stress and relief you can't even have happiness without the sadness so to say that i want to be happy all the time that's not real <laughs> yeah 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 i'm not even sure and obviously we're all different but mm-hmm. i'm not sure i feel very happy very often I think I Mm -hmm. feel very either even or the way I would call it is focused because I'm probably a, you know, more of a type A person that's Mm -hmm. real focused on doing things. So I would say I'm probably most happy when I'm in a place of gratitude, when I'm expressing gratitude about something or an experience, and then I can kind of feel that a bit more, but, or maybe if I'm taking a time to be slowing down, being with my family at the ocean, looking at a sunset, you know, kind of in those moments. Um, that's good. I'm just, uh, you're causing me to reflect. Yeah. You, you find that what helps to encourage your happiness is to be present or to be noticing what's great about your life or what you're thankful for. Yes. Yeah. That feels good. Yeah. Okay, so I read, I, I haven't read all of the 200 affirmations mm-hmm. because every one makes me go, whoa, I got to, <laughs> I, I need to think about this. This um, is great. So let's see here. I want to read a couple here yeah. and get your thoughts on them. Mm-hmm. And I know you have an introduction in the book on how to use it. Uh-huh. But after we look at this one, I do want to hear from you on like, do I read all 200 in one day? Do I read one a day? You know what I mean? Help me yeah, out here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I'm reading one. It's happiness is my birthright. Every being deserves to be happy and free, including me. Nothing can take away this basic inherent, right? I'm ready to finally recognize what has always been mine. Exclamation point. I am stepping <laughs> into my divine worthiness starting now. 
happiness is my birthright. I don't know. I think some people, they're just going to live miserable life because they were born in like bad family, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe. (laughs) I can see the logic. I think what I am meaning by this affirmation is that we all have the ability to feel happy and we all should get to experience this in our lives, regardless of circumstance. If you come from the slums, if you come from a rich family, if you live in one country or another, obviously people have different circumstances. I respect and appreciate that. But no matter what your circumstances are, you deserve to experience happiness in your life. Because I just... I don't know everything about life. Obviously, nobody does. But something that I know for certain is that we did not come here just to be miserable. You came here to experience it all, which includes happiness, sadness, um, stress, anxiety, fulfillment, passion, love, joy, all of it. That's the human experience. And what I've learned and seen throughout my career and my life is just most of us prefer to spend our time feeling better, which is why we do this type of work. (laughs) So that's why I write about affirmations for happiness. So, you know, one thing that I uh, love that you clarify here, and I began to think about it as you were talking about it is uh, that happiness, you're not saying 24 seven happiness is my birthright. You're just saying it's part of the holistic human experience. Correct. Of course, we want to have more happiness than sadness. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and we don't want to shame ourselves when we're feeling anything other than happy. And I definitely made a point in the book to throw in a couple affirmations that are like, I find value in all of my emotions and my emotions are not good or bad. You know, it's just that happiness is my preference and we're not trying to make happiness right and everything else wrong at all. Sure, We're sure. just trying to be like, well, I prefer to be happy more than the other things. Of so course. I'm going to work towards doing that and cultivating yeah. more of it. Of course. Now, how do I, how should I use this book? I want to get back to a couple more affirmations mm-hmm. in a minute, but how, how should I use this book or affirmations in general? Obviously we want people to buy the book. Mm-hmm. It is available depending on when this comes out um, for either pre-order or it's available in November, 2020. And you can buy it on all the places. We'll have a link in the show notes where you can click on it and go right to it. Um, so we want you to buy the book for sure, but how do you use these affirmations? Yeah, so I would say the funnest way to use this book is um, in the morning, just roll over, wake up and ask like almost in a prayer or like an intention, whatever excites you. Um, Like ask for like, what's the affirmation that I need today? Or like, what's the support that I need today? Or what's the most beneficial perspective for me to try on today? And then just flip to a random page and see what it is. Almost like if you're reading your own Oracle cards or like picking a tarot card or anything like that. What if it's the same affirmation I read yesterday? Maybe you just need a little repeat lesson. I knew you were going to say that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so you open it up, you pop it open, trusting that the universe is going to help, you know, just speak to you in this kind of fun moment. And then you read it, right? And yeah, every and, and for people who obviously have don't have the book yet, there's kind of a one sentence at the top that's in a cute handwriting font. And then there's a couple sentences below it that kind of expand elaborate. upon it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm reading this. What do I do now? Yeah, so... 
Well, when you're reading it, I ask that people go in with the intention of just having an open mind and an open heart, because I think some of the affirmations will challenge your programming. And some of the affirmations will be like, what? So you might have to sit with them for a little, like how you were describing. (laughs) Um, So just going into the book with openness, um, because the whole reason why you wanted to read it was to have a try on like these new perspectives. So I think that perspectives are like outfits, right? So if I look through this lens at my life, then it feels like this. If I look through this lens, then it feels like this. And then you kind of taste these different perspectives and you can notice which ones you enjoy the most. I love that. That's very cool. I have a um, daily uh, uh, text message um, service that I send out to people. It's called Inspo Text. And so I send mm-hmm. out an inspirational text every single day to this group. And so um, yesterday I sent them this affirmation. Um, I am becoming a magnet for joy. Today's the day I'm consciously using my breath to make space in my body, mind, and heart to gracefully attract new levels of joy. I'm ready to welcome more joy into my experience. Wow. Like, why why does this impact me? Like, what's so good about this? Because I can feel this. I think that you just really value joy and spending time in joy. And so when you hear that, it's like pleasurable to you. You're like, yes, that's the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I want to be a magnet for joy. Now, if I keep saying this and thinking this, your belief is that I'm going to be uh, sending out a vibration that then source or universe universe will (laughs) unisource. I used to work for a company called Unisource. Yeah. (laughs) I used to work for a company called Unisource for like three years. Oh my gosh. It's a paper distribution company. Very similar to the office. Yeah. Uh, That was my first career, first job out of college. So, um, I'm becoming a magnet of joy. So I'm saying that. And now the Unisource uh, is um, sending, meeting me with the same vibration and that ultimately I will be a magnet of joy because that's what I'm sending out into the universe. Is that right? Yeah. And that's your intention. And like you're co-creating your life. So you get to decide like how you want to feel inside of it. You don't always get to decide all of your circumstances, but you Mm -hmm. definitely get to decide like, what you make them mean to you mm-hmm. and your response and your free will is something that can never be taken away. So yeah, that, and so the law of attraction is working with you to help you manifest becoming this beacon for joy. But then at the same time, because you're saying this, your brain is looking for more opportunities right. to align you with this. And your mind is going to be sifting and sorting through, oh, this is joyful. This is joyful. This is joyful. And you're going to be noticing more. Yeah. And the noticing of it is what's going to help you to feel better and embrace the joy more. Yeah. And I would assume that if I'm joyful, I've got a, a different level of joyfulness, that I'm going to attract other people who are joyful mm-hmm. because, you know, they're not going to be attracted to people that are, you know, kind of walking around all depressed and sad. Right. Once again, not a downer on people that are experiencing down depression or sadness. I have had depression as well. Um, and so, but I hear what you're saying. I'm, mm-hmm. if I'm joyful, I become a magnet for joy. Yeah. What you're giving is what you're getting. Okay. I want to read one more here. Yeah. Um, I'm exactly where I need to be. I never need to worry that I'm on the right path. If I, needed to be somewhere else, I would be. I'm right on track. It helps me. It makes me happy to know that I can never be out of alignment with my destiny because I'm always exactly where I need to be. 
how can I say that if I've just made some like really poor choices, whatever those choices <laughs> might be? You know what I mean? Yeah. In that moment, you're probably not going to feel like that's true. And I would say in that moment, like that's not your affirmation. If it's making you feel worse about yourself when you say it, like move on to the next one or revisit it later. Because like at different points and different moods and in different energies, you're going to resonate with different affirmations depending on how you're feeling, where you are. Um, That's why my first book, hashtag actually I can, the way that's organized is like, each chapter is for a section of your life. And then each page in that chapter has affirmations depending on how you feel about that section of your life right now. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you feel shitty about your relationships, there's a page for that, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, it's very specific. Um, This book is more so about cultivating joy and happiness Happiness, and opening yourself up to that possibility. But I wouldn't say you should read this book when you're in the like throes of grief or when you're feeling super negative and pessimistic. Like this is a book for when you're like getting closer there and you want to like be there more often Mm -hmm. and you're actually open to it. Because I truly believe that if you're in a really sad state, that's not the time to go for happiness. That's the time to move towards your sadness, cry it out, watch that sad movie, listen to that song, process it and like release it from your being, from your emotional body, from your physical body. And then once you come to that more neutral space and you're ready to feel better, then you would open the book. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. So what, um, what is your, so people are going to be popping this open in the morning. They're going to be experiencing this day after day. So let's just say they happen to read it for 200 days. Uh-huh. Um, and they they happen to pop it open every day to a new affirmation. They never they never did a double <laughs> a double affirmation. Um, what would be your hope for people who read this book? Like, what's your heart's desire for them? Yeah, my desire for everybody, and the reason why I do this work is really because. I want people to enjoy their lives more. I want people's lives to feel easier, more enjoyable, more pleasurable. And I want people to suffer less and smile more. So because for me, like I take everyone in as a part of myself. So even if I'm really happy, but let's say my partner is not really happy, then that part of me is not happy. Like he is also me. Um, You're also me. Everyone listening to this is me. Like the way that I see it, we're all a part of the same consciousness. We're all one. And so anything that's hurting you, like that's a part of me that's hurting. So the reason why I do this work is to help bring people relief, to help them feel better, to help them manifest their desires. Cause that's really um, satisfying and to like, just enjoy the journey more because I've been in a place where it's not enjoyable and you just want to get the F out. And you're like, this sucks. Why did I even come here? Like I just reincarnated here to eat some Mac and cheese and I'm all depressed. Like what is happening? (laughs) You know? Oh man. Well, I love the book. It's absolutely beautiful too. It is um, this bright yellow. So it's super cheery. And so the inside is yellow with um, black font and um, I love the handwritten font. So it's really beautiful. And so I encourage people to pick it up. And so we'll link to that in the show notes. You can swipe up on your phone now and click the link and buy it. But I also want to draw people's attention to you co-host a podcast, which, as you mentioned, I had the uh, privilege of being on called High Vibe in It. If people listen to that podcast, what what will they enjoy? What will they benefit from? 
Um, well, raising their vibration, as you can guess in the name, high vibe in it. Um, but that's just a fun, cute name we picked because it goes along with the whole spiritual stuff that we talk about and personal development things. Um, we don't imply that you shouldn't be in low vibration because we all have those moments and we get it. Trust me, I get it. Um, but yeah, it's a fun show where you learn about manifesting and spirituality and personal development and mindset. And my co-host, Lindsay, as you met her, she's a hypnotherapist. So she talks a lot about the subconscious mind, how that all works, I would say, or people call me more of like a manifesting coach um, or a life coach or whatever. And so um, I give my unique perspective. She gives hers and people like listening to it because it makes them feel better. That's super fun. And people can work with you one-on-one through coaching. Who Who is your ideal person that you love to work with and what would they benefit from? Um, really people who are like when people are like, yes, to everything I say, and they're really resonating with my message. That's how I can usually tell like, oh, this person will really benefit from working with me specifically because they really resonate with the way that I see things and try to open their eyes to things. But in my coaching work, I feel like what I really do is to help people achieve their genuine desire because usually people come to me with like an outside thing that they want to manifest. So like, I want to manifest love my life. I want to manifest this new career, yada, yada. And that's great. Like you can totally go for those things and I will help you. But why do you want to manifest that thing? Like what's the emotional state that you think you're going to have once you have manifested that thing? And let's work on what's stopping you from feeling more of that right now you know, and bringing it into the present moment and empowering you to be able to access those emotional states unconditionally. And then the ironic part is once you can access it more, you do become a vibrational match to that thing that you're asking for. And it happens much quicker, much more easily, much more in like a very divine way. Like, oh, this opportunity just came to me or so-and-so connected me with this person. And it happens with the support of the universe, instead of you just being like, I have to do it all by myself. Mm -hmm. It's going to be hard and long. And Mm -hmm. so basically I help people to manifest their genuine desires. And I really teach them the art of self-love because I think one of my gifts is that I have an extreme capacity for for compassion. So uh, by me giving so much compassion to these people, they see what it looks like and then they can learn how to do it for themselves. Um, So that's the other thing, releasing judgment, practicing more compassion, helping people get to know themselves more and ultimately just accelerate their healing journey. Mm -hmm. Beautiful, beautiful. I love how you um, you talked about them finding that emotion now unconditionally and then it kind of just somehow, like you said, divinely shows up. And I think the opposite of that feels more like striving or stressing or just trying to make it happen. Yes. Um, and that that energy feels so, once again, it's actually putting out that feeling of lack because I'm lacking this thing. Now I'm right. not happy. So once again, that vibration of lacking something is what's now emanating from them, not the vibration of I'm open to it and this is what I want. Or, not out of a place of lack, but just out of genuine heart desire. Yeah, because if you think about the universe as like a person, nobody likes that needy person. 
So like, if you're like Santa Claus, you're going to be more excited to give presents. The kids really appreciate your presents, but they're not like, Santa, when are you coming? I need it. Like, Mm -hmm. that's so Mm -hmm. annoying. You know, Mm -hmm. like, this is like, oh, like, I don't really like that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, Kelsey, thank you for being here. And if people want to get more information and follow you and your work, what's the best website for them to head on to? Yeah, just head over to KelseyAida.com, which I'm sure he'll link to in the show notes, but it's K-E-L-S-E-Y-A-I-D-A, like the Italian opera. That's my middle name. It's my blog and you can find the podcast on there and the book is on there and all of my work is tied to that place, that central place. And then also my Instagram handle is the same, Kelsey Aida. And if you guys want to work with me in person, the one way to do that right now is a retreat that I'm hosting in Mexico next year. So if you want to learn more about that, just head over to KelseyAida.com slash retreat. Um, but yeah, that's where you can find me in Mexico. <laughs> <laughs> Kelsey, thanks so much for sharing your wisdom and this wonderful book with us. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for having me. Hey, congrats on listening to another episode of Inspiration Rising. Why congrats? Because you're pouring education and inspiration into your mind and heart. And that's something we all need if we're going to grow our businesses and reach our goals in life. Now, if you enjoy Inspiration Rising, do us a favor, share it with a friend, take a screenshot of your favorite episode and text it to them. Tell them to search for Inspiration Rising on their favorite podcast app and click subscribe. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Inspo Text. That's our daily inspirational text messages. Just text me right now at 949-401-6090. That's 949-401-6090. Just say, hey, Dave, what's up? You'll get an automated reply with a link where you can add yourself as a contact. And of course, you can always unsubscribe. I want you to know today that you're inspired, empowered, and loved. Not because of the way you feel or what anyone else says about you, but because that's your true identity. Mm